Hi, this is Sometimes in Life with Noura Karim, the podcast, where I help you hold conversations with yourself and with others that build, that work, that create. And in this podcast series called How to Create Change, I want to answer some of the biggest and most important questions I get asked in my one-to-one private coaching sessions in order for both of us to build the skills that we need to create a life of meaning and impact. Hello everyone, another Friday and another podcast. And today I want to continue the conversation about art therapy and the common misunderstandings that I get about what I do. One thing people think is as an art therapist, I work with kids. And it's true, art therapy is a really good tool for kids, but it's also good for adults, and I'll tell you why. With kids, it's really useful because as kids, either they don't know what they're experiencing, what they're feeling, what's happening inside of them. In art therapy, creating pictures, putting a drawing or sculpture of what is happening on the inside gives them a mirror to be able to see what's happening inside and then being able to have a conversation with a therapist on what it feels like, what it needs, uh, what is it anyway, and what it needs and what they can do differently or how they can solve it, heal it. Or they may even know what they're feeling. Like, okay, I know I'm feeling angry. I know I'm feeling sad. I know I'm feeling scared. But I don't know what to do about it. I don't know how to express it. I don't know how to tell you, grown up, how I feel. I don't know how to put words to it. So here, art therapy creating pictures allows them to be able to talk about it without using words, to communicate it. And it opens up a door for me as a therapist to have a conversation with with them about it. Okay, so tell me about this feeling scared. Let's talk about it. Let's see what it looks like. And then I can give you the words to explain it, to have a conversation about it, and therefore being able to understand it more and give it what it needs. So that's for kids. Although art therapy really works for kids, adults need it just as much for the same reasons. And that is why I chose to shift my, in my practice, I wanted to focus working with adults. For me, it's more intriguing because you get to go on a deeper level, why things are the way they are, what do they need, what's, like you get to have a deeper dive. And it works with adults for the same reasons. One, either we fall into the trap of, you know, we fall into the trap of not wanting to deal with uncomfortable feelings. So what happens when something triggers us and it triggers feelings of sadness, anger, pain, uh, resentment, hurt, guilt, shame, we tend to put it in a box and put it far away from us. So almost like we're storing it in the unconscious mind and pretending like it doesn't exist. And the thing with that is like, it's still there and it's going to pop out in ways that we don't predict and we're going to start behaving in ways that is not like us. Why am I doing this? I know better. Because it's still there and until we can deal with it and understand it, can we create the healing? Can we create the shift, the inner, you know, uh, connections, meanings, and get to the heart of the dilemma and give us the answers that we're looking for. So with adults, it gives them a way to be able to express those feelings, to deal with those uncomfortable emotions and feelings in a safe way. So my job is to provide my clients a safe way for them to explore those feelings and those needs. The other reason I find it really useful for adults is 
sometimes we don't even know what we're feeling or we might know like a small little sliver of something um, like okay I'm feeling angry yet I don't know the backstory of what's really happening and maybe that's for the same reason of I don't want to go there it's uncomfortable so art therapy gives you a way to be able to understand it and explore it let me give you an example about three years ago I got a client that was struggling with anger and it seemed like no matter what she did she wasn't able to go past it and every time she thought that she worked past it and she was past the anger something would happen and it would trigger anger all over again all those resentments the same intensity would pop up again rise up inside of her the rage and she couldn't understand why and how she could move past it so here's what we did what i asked her was to draw anger put a picture to it and if anger is something that you've ever experienced or something that you're struggling with and you want to understand it i encourage you to take a sheet of paper find some pens pencils markers crayons pastels whatever you can find and follow along with me try the exercise yourself okay so here's what we're gonna do go get your sheet of paper and colors pause this episode and come back when you have it Okay, so here's what I want you to do. Put a picture to anger. What does it look like? What color is it? Is it just one color? Or is it multiple colors? What size is it? Does it fill up the whole sheet of paper? Is it on the top part? Is it on the bottom part? Is it kind of spread out all over? How is its edges? Is it rough? Is it round? What shapes are they? And here's the thing. There's no right or wrong way of you drawing anger. It's about putting a picture of what's happening inside, a mirror to what you're experiencing on the inside. So it's not about right or wrong. It's not about creating a pretty picture. It's just about putting a mirror to what's happening inside okay so pause the episode put a picture to anger and when you're finished when you feel like the drawing is complete play this episode again and I'll be right here all right once you have anger on a sheet of paper Here are some questions that I want you to ask yourself. And again, after every question, if you want to hit the pause button, truly answer it, take as long as you need in order to complete your answer. Okay, so first question. Tell me about the drawing. Tell me about anger. Why is it there? What do you think it's trying to tell you? What does it need? These questions are just the tip of the iceberg of the type of conversations that we can hold.
And it's only through these kind of conversations where you're engaging the heart can you create the most lasting shifts and changes with the least amount of time and the most depth. Here's another common misunderstanding about what I do. Oh, you're an art therapist, so you must analyze drawings and artwork. Although it's true, especially as a background with graphology, I can pick up a lot of things in your drawing. I can understand different things about your drawings. Yet, at the same time, my role as an art therapist isn't analyzing your drawings. It is more about having a conversation with you. A conversation where your heart is engaged. Because again, a lot of times we know what we need and we know what we can do better or differently, yeah, we don't. Why? Because the heart isn't engaged. I know something in my mind, but the heart isn't convinced. And when we have an analytical conversation with them, it's a conversation with the mind, basically. We're talking on the level of the mind. We're not engaging the heart. And if we want to create healing, if we want to create shift, if we want to create trans transformation and breakthroughs, we have to talk to the heart. We have to engage it in the process. And that happens through a conversation where I ask you questions like, what does it need? Why is it there? What's it trying to tell you? So it's a deeper dive into the conscious and unconscious world, taking it into reality in a safe space. My job is to provide a safe space for you to be able to explore it. And creating a drawing is safe. It's just a drawing. I can talk about it. There's a lot that we can discuss about art therapy. But what I want to leave you guys with today is just the simple idea of it takes courage to have a conversation with the unconsciousness. Yet what I learned, client after client, session after session, year after year, is that people really have answers. When they create drawings and pictures, it's like they already know what they're struggling with, what needs that they're trying to fulfill, whether it's in a healthy way, unhealthy way. But we already have a lot of answers. And sometimes it's just about finding the right questions to get to those answers or putting ourselves in a state where we can create that change and that shift, where we can create, have those conversations, where we can take those conversations into the present and into the future. And that's my role, to help you do that. If you're interested in learning more about art therapy, what it is, who's it for, what it does, I invite you to visit my website, nurakirim.com dot com slash art therapy especially for those who find it hard for them to express themselves in words or they feel like no matter how much they talk about it they find themselves in the same situation over and over again and they feel stuck and they're looking for that breakthrough and the healing so i help you create shifts at last breakthrough to the heart of the dilemma help close the gaps between what the heart knows and what the mind knows and put you in a state where you can create that shift and that change and heal. One of the packages that I offer for individual is Deep Dive. And it's a package of 12 sessions across three months where we meet once a week for an hour. And the reason why I have it three months is because 
is the amount of time that usually takes for us to create a new habit, change an old habit, and really take all those learnings into the present and into the future to create that future and that new possibility that we're looking for, even if you don't know what that looks like yet. I will help you explore and work through the process, help you find new meaning, and create those breakthroughs. The second package that I offer, and this is for groups, teams, family members, friends that want to create a safe, supportive environment for them to explore things together and learn together and support each other through the process. Or even for partners that are looking to expand the life between themselves. Because a lot of times what happens in marriages is we tend to nestle the life between us. We close up inside of ourselves instead of creating this dialogue between us. It's like we almost we build walls to protect ourselves from each other. It's almost like the other person is our enemy. And it doesn't have to be that way. So in these sessions, I help you expand life between you and your wife, your husband. If you believe that this could be a useful tool, a valuable tool for you, I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me through my website or send me an email, nora at norakirim.com. And let's start a conversation. This was Sometimes in Life with Nura Karim. Subscribe to the channel and share with family and friends. I will be uploading one podcast every Friday. And if you're interested in more personalized one-on-one approach to talk about the things that matter to you the most, then I would love to hear from you. Drop me an email and I will get back to you. Thank you for listening and I'm glad you're here.